podcast show of the month is always an Ask Us Anything show. Our monthly AUA is always just a bit shorter and we take on a topic that we can cover with you in quick time. We decided to address a question I get a lot. How do you remember people's names? (laughs) But before we dive into that question, we want to real quick thank our patrons who are donating each month via Patreon to help us keep the show going. While we will always bring the show to you for free, it's not free to produce. We appreciate those of you who recognize and help us out each month through your patronage at patreon.com slash bellcurvepod. A second piece of business is our March 6th book club show. It's just around the corner, but I know we have a lot of fast readers and you can buzz through this great book and join the conversation on March 6th when we are discussing James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, because everybody needs a toolkit of actionable, practical, organized strategies to build positive habits. Please purchase your copy of Atomic Habits through the link on our show notes. We get a little piece of the action that way. Now on to today's topic. Raise your hand, ladies. I know some of you may be driving, so if you're driving out there and listening, don't raise your hand, but virtually raise your hand if you have ever biffed or forgotten someone's name when you really should have known their name and used it correctly. Oh, uh, it's a good thing I'm not driving because both my hands oh up my right goodness. now. I, this happened to me in an embarrassing way just this past week with someone I've literally known for years. I just got flustered, called him by the wrong name. Like, what? I was so embarrassed. Oh, right. I'm like, everybody's done it. Everybody within the sound of my voice. You know, Rachel, you are not alone. Everybody has done it. So, ladies, first question of the day. How does it make you feel when someone um, you have maybe only met once or twice smiles at you and says, good morning, Rachel, or have a nice day, Liz? Well, they say the sweetest sound to anyone's ears is hearing their own name. And I I do think this is true. When someone says your name, especially someone that you wouldn't think would remember it, it's a special feeling. And if they use your name throughout the conversation, I kind of feel like it's bonding. It makes you feel special. It does. It really does. And conversely, when you when when someone gets your name wrong or, you know, very obviously can't remember your name, the opposite is kind of true, right? It, it kind of is, it's definitely not moving in the positive direction, right, ladies? Oh, absolutely. That one, for me personally, always gets on my nerves because it's one syllable. Liz, L-I-Z, one syllable. <laughs> I'm also six to remember. feet tall. I'm also six feet tall. So it's, I'm not that forgettable, in my opinion. <laughs> I guess I genuinely don't mind if someone I wouldn't think would remember it doesn't. It kind of makes me get a little laugh. But I guess if I care about a person or maybe have taken special notice of them and then they get my name wrong, well, that kind of feels disappointing. Like, dang it, they don't even know my name. Oh, <laughs> what about I, I love that Southern twang there, number one. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even know my name. They don't even know my name. <laughs> now, what about when someone butchers your name? Now, that may not be as often, yeah, with Liz and with Rachel, because your names are, are, are not Mary Scott. Well, how do, <laughs> but, they, how do they butcher your name, though? Like, what? Oh, Marie? Oh, don't even get me started. Mary. Uh, Mary Scott Hunter, like the last piece is hyphenated, like well, Scott was my last name and Hunter. And then I didn't take my husband's name when I got married. So he has a different name than me. So to, sometimes I'm Mrs. Schultz. In fact, I'm not Mrs. Schultz. I'm Mrs. Hunter. You know, oh, oh and the worst is in correspondence when they address it to Lieutenant Colonel Retired and Mrs. <laughs> John Schultz. Oh, 
Like I'm, a, I'm a veteran too. Did my service not matter? Anyway, yes. So my name is Mary Scott. My last name is Hunter. I, I, I just don't think that's that complicated. But yes, it gets butchered. Although there's only and so it- much room on those envelopes, Mary Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried writing you letters before. It starts right. running off the edge of the envelope. It's a long name. I get it. So is there a link? Well, let me just say this. Harvard Business Review thinks that there is a link between professional success and name recall. And I want to read you a, a, an article, a little piece of an article. It's an oldie but a goodie. It's from 2015 uh, by um, a guy named Keith Rolick, who is a, um, a, a professor at Harvard uh, in the business school. And I found it, I came across it when I was uh, doing my MBA and I flagged it because I it had some really good tips. And I'm going to link to it in my show notes. It's The title of the article is Succeed in New Situations. And I quote him, when I ask students in my executive education and MBA classes if they easily learn and recall people's names, typically fewer than 10% of them raise their hands. You might think you're particularly forgetful, but many of us forget names within seconds of hearing them. Why? Neuroscientists have shown that we actually process and store proper names differently from other things we learn about people, such as their faces, roles, and life histories. Initially, the neural connection between what we know about people and their names tends to be very weak. So when we meet them again, we blank on the latter. Y'all, so there's actually, you know, if you if you have trouble, if you are curvies out there are thinking, well, that's me. I have trouble remembering people's names. There's a reason for it. It's science. That's the reason, right? (laughs) Absolutely. It's science. It's not just you. Well, and I'm grateful you brought up the neuroscience because I think it's crucial to realize that depending on what your culture values, we may equate certain communication practices we value, like remembering people's names to someone having good character and other practices we don't value, like someone who struggles to maintain eye eye contact, for example, to someone having bad character, when so much of it is neurological and has absolutely nothing to do with what kind of person someone is. Yeah, absolutely. It's not, it's not a character issue. And yet, getting people's names right is important. And it can help us because, you know, the natural, the natural tendency for all of us is to just be a little off put when our name isn't used correctly or is butchered or is forgotten. It can be, it can be off putting. Now, all of us have let it roll off our back like yesterday's rain. And and probably we should more often because as Dr. Rolog says, it's a it is a hard thing to do and it is science that forgetting people's names is 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 just those connections are weak at first until you really solidify them. But in light of the fact that we do want to be able to do this well. And it can help you be more successful in business and more successful in your relationships. I'd like to go over a few tips that I have um, that I use uh, in my business and in my daily life to remember people's names. So I will start with committing to pay attention. Now, paying attention doesn't just mean it doesn't just mean making eye eye contact. It means really focusing on the person that you're talking to. A lot of times you're not talking to someone for a long time. You're maybe talking to them for a minute or two, but really commit to paying attention in that moment that you're talking with them. And that's an important skill, not just to learn names, but of course, for all our relationships. 
All right. So a second technique is to repeat the name and test your recall during the conversation. And this refers to when you're first introduced to someone. And so I'm meeting Liz. Liz has introduced herself and she said her name. Now, in the course of that conversation with her, I use her name immediately, immediately. Hey, Liz, it's great to meet you. Liz, where do you live? Liz, what do you like to do? Liz, what's your favorite blah, blah, blah? Liz, are you married? You know, you use their name in every sentence. And it might sound a little weird to you, but I promise you it doesn't sound weird to the person who's hearing it. They are loving hearing their name just because, and it goes back to what Rachel, you said earlier, people like to hear their name. Number three, write it down. So we have a little tool now that we all have in our right at our fingertips, and that's our and that's our phones. Now I will usually create a contact right away, even if I don't have their contact information, their email, their phone. But even if I don't have it, I will go ahead and create a contact for them right away in my phone and make some notes about where I met them, some notes about to be able to remember them, maybe, you know, some notes about what they were wearing, what they look like, what they, you know, only because I want to be able to remember them. And so keeping notes in your phone is a good place, but you can also write it down on a paper. You can write it down in notes on your phone, but keeping some notes will help you. uh, And so very important to write it down right away. Then study and test your recall. Now going back to writing it down, one way that you can One piece of writing that you can do is when you are in a meeting and a lot of us have regular meetings that we attend where people pretty much sit in the same location, right? We've all been to those regular, I don't know, work meetings or church meetings or friend meetings and everybody sits in the same place usually. I mean, that's really common with human beings. Take take your paper and draw a, a circle for the table that you're at or a, a, and then write down the name of the person in the room where they are, in the space where they are. And then test and then and test your recall each each time you have that meeting by going back and before you look at your last set of notes, see if you can remember their name before you look at your notes. And then draw it again, write it down again. You'll be surprised at how quickly you, you through that study and, and retest your recall process, you will find that you remember people's names. Use vivid imagery. This is my next, this is my next one. I hope this fella never listens to this show because I'm going to use him as an example. We have a guy named Gabriel that works at my company and I had the hardest time remembering his name. So one day I decided that I'm going to remember him like the angel Gabriel. And every time I see him, I picture this giant set of glowing wings coming out of his back. And he, I mean, he has no idea, but every time I see him, it's super easy for me to say, hi, Gabriel, you know, because I think of him as with these angels coming out of his back, with angel wings coming out of his back. So using vivid imagery will help you remember people's names. Use cheat sheets. Y'all, for a lot of meetings that you go to, you can know in advance who's going to be there. If it's a board meeting, if it's a a meeting of an organization that has members, if it's a, a meeting of a club that has a certain, you know, certain people that regularly attend, you can get lists of the attendees. Don't rely on your memory. Study the list. Take, or not even study. Take five minutes. Look over the list. Remind yourself of people's names. All right. Those are my tips. Any other practical points, ladies, for remembering names? 
Well, I think I, I really like the tips about writing it down because for me, I'm, a, I'm just a visual learner. It is quite difficult for me to retain a lot of information I only hear. So I do have to compensate and try harder in situations where the info is auditory. So if I see that information either by beforehand looking real quick at a social media avatar, placing that picture with a name, or goodness, if there's name tags, I'm always so thankful. I try to, in a not weird way, look down at their name tag and take a mental picture that I can associate right away with their face. That just helps me so much. I was going to say the exact same thing. If it doesn't matter where I write it down, as long if I write it down and I can visualize that person's name on a page in connection, you know, with close proximity to having met them, I can remember their name. But if I just hear it, it's it's gone with the butterflies in just a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Gone with the butterflies. That might be the quote of the day. (laughs) Uh, One last piece of advice on names is that in correspondence, it's it's easy to get the name wrong. And we laughed about that earlier. But um, when you are drafting your Christmas card list or, you know, if you're sending out a note or if you're even sending an email, do try to get people's names spelled correctly, written correctly. It, 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 it'll, it'll take a second. But boy, if that name is done incorrectly, it lasts forever, especially an email. One other thing that I think is really important is that people who've gotten their doctorate in something, they they really do, even if they're not trying to be prideful about it, they do care whether you call them Mr. or Doctor in your correspondence. So I think taking a minute to look up if you're going to write to somebody and just see, did they earn a doctorate or is there any other title that you need to put into their official formal title goes a long way to show that you, you know who they are and what they've accomplished. Oh, that's a really good point, Rachel. And everyone messes up names, y'all. Everybody messes it up. Our memories function less well sometimes because of fatigue, age, hunger, distractions, you name it. Names are most likely among the first things to escape us. So keep in mind that everyone has difficulty with names. So don't be terribly embarrassed when one eludes you and try not to be critical of others when yours escapes them. However, do remember that making the effort to get names right in our spoken language and in correspondence is well worth the effort. And can I just say, Mary Scott, that I said earlier it doesn't signal good or bad character if someone struggles with that, but it does take character to overcome that human limitation and get good at something hard like remembering names. So Mary Scott, you're so good at this. And I think we can all take example from from your example because it means so much to people and makes them feel so special. As somebody who's worked with Mary Scott in some capacity for over three years, she really, I've seen her do every single one of these. And she really is one of the best I've ever met at learning and and retaining people's names. It's super impressive. And so she's like super highly qualified to lead this discussion today. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, and if you kind of work these habits, committing to pay attention, repeating the name and testing your recall, writing it down, studying, using imagery, using cheat sheets, these are all, these are all, these will all really help you. And they're really not that hard. So connect with Bell Curve on Facebook and Instagram at Bell Curve Pod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and support us financially on Patreon if you're so inclined. We like reviews, especially the positive ones. Book Club is right around the corner. Get your copy of Atomic Habits for our March 6th show. See you next time.